Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about wealth. Let's talk about greed. Let's talk being broke, living in poverty. Let's talk about black. Let's talk about white. Let's talk about how we still fight for our rights. Let's talk government, sex schemes, and drugs. And let's talk about God. Let's talk about love. Let's discuss our feelings. Okay, welcome you guys back to bougie bible study this is blessed to bs i'm your host wantrell levette and yes i know i've been gone for some time i i want to say that i've been gone for like three months and that's really a long time i'm not even going to lie like that's not a long time that is a really long time to give myself a break but i really needed this break i really needed to get my life together i needed to get myself in order i needed to get my life together and i want to always remain authentic in who i am i never want to do anything that's going to be forced i never want to do anything that's not me that's not like me and so i just been asking god to continue to work with me as i continue to work with him and i know it sounds crazy to say that or to do that but it was very much necessary for me but we are back i'm going to start back this podcast so we are back with our latest episode and i'm really excited i'm not even gonna hold you hold on okay so yes the latest episode was class seven i wanted to check and make sure that i was on the right page and on the right alignment with what i'm supposed to be doing so today will be class eight and i know we've been gone for a very very long time so we kind of need a need a little refresh freshment from where we started and if you have been with us, if you've been rocking with us, welcome to Blessed to BS. This is a bougie Bible study. Um, I'm also going to do other stuff within this podcast. So just stay on the lookout. Stay stay in the loop. Subscribe to our channel. Check us out on social media. Instagram, blessedtobs.com. Instagram, Legion Love. That's my personal page. Or follow us on Facebook at Blessed to BS. Or my regular Facebook page is Wantra Levesque. Now, I did say a couple months ago that when I do start back this podcast that I have a surprise for you guys, but I just don't want to, you know, kind of share that right now. So we're going to jump into our latest class section, which is class eight. And if we can get a refreshment of where we left off at, what we did and what we started from. So I started this bougie Bible study class because I know reading the Bible is very, very difficult. It is a lot to consume and it's a lot to understand. And with these stories being so backdated and so ancient, we really want to know how to apply what Jesus is telling us today in our world today based off the stories that we hear from the Bible. So if we can get a refreshment of where we, um, started from we started from luke chapter 1 luke chapter 2 mark 1 mark 9 matthew 5 matthew 6 luke 15 was our last class that was class 7 and i was supposed to break down 
classes for you guys every week. But as I continue to do dive into the podcast world, I learned that, you know, it is very time consuming and it, it doesn't align with my schedule, with my schedule for me to work outside of here. And not like that saying like I can't do it or anything, but I want to make sure that I'm giving my podcast my all and I'm not just doing it just because it sounds good. I know a lot of people do that and a lot of people say things like that, but I just don't want to come off like that. I want to actually come authentic. I want to come how I'm supposed to come. I never want to come fake or fraudulent or like I don't like reading the Bible because let's get this straight. I do like reading the Bible. It's just a lot when it comes to reading the Bible and it's very revealing. So if you don't like to look at yourself within a black mirror, then yeah, people do stay away from the Bible. Are they shy away from it? Are they act like they know it and they really don't? But it's not so much of just knowing the Bible. It's actually understanding the stories so that I can apply what Jesus was telling them, what he basically could be telling me today. So the stories, they're so ancient. They're so backdated that I feel like, well, how can I apply an ancient time for today? So God basically just was like, you know, continue to read, continue to get to know me, continue to hear the stories, continue to learn about the characters in the Bible, and you will see very much how them how they apply to you today. So I want to go ahead and jump right up into our class eight. Welcome, 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 you guys, all of my cousins in Christ, and welcome back to the best Bible study class that you would ever come across or that you would just ever be in tune with, period, okay? Again, I'm your host, Wantrell Levette, and I'm about to be breaking down our class eight. So if you are new here, welcome. If you are not new here, welcome back. We are back. We back started up and yeah, we're going to get this thing popping. We're going to go into John chapter three. And again, if you guys were here prior to our, if you guys heard any stories prior to Prior to this podcast, I told you guys how we will be jumping back and forth through the Bible. And it seems crazy, but the stories, they do align up. And when we started from in Luke chapter 1, we got an idea of who John the Baptist was, how he was born, how the angels approached Mary and Zechariah, and how the angel um, gave them the news that God was going to allow them to conceive. For one, Zechariah and his wife, Elizabeth, was very, very very old and she didn't think that she can have kids and so she ended up birthing John the Baptist and if you guys are familiar with Bible, Bible history, Bible stories, Bible study classes or the churches, you would know how much John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus and how he basically preached that Jesus was coming and it's because they were low-key related, okay? They were related. So Elizabeth and Mary were cousins and that's how they were related. Now, if you guys want to understand the stories, then go ahead and click on the first episode and that's Luke chapter one, that's class one. And then you can just listen to all the episodes. They're not that long. They're about 15 minutes are short maybe 20 minutes or shorter and you can really just understand how the stories went in the bible starting from luke chapter 1 luke chapter 2 mark 1 mark 9 matthew 5 matthew 6 and then luke 15 was the parables of jesus now we done heard jesus um, preaching on a mountain we saw him healing people um even people with leprosy he did a lot within these chapters okay when he uh, he was slaying them okay like slaying these demons he was putting them to rest 
And he was also shocking everybody like about his miraculous powers that he had. So everybody knew that he came from God. And they were just so shocked like who is this person, you know, and they wanted to get closer to him. But I want to say in the Sermon on the Mountain, no, 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 maybe the parables of Jesus. You know, one of them, Jesus had to go high, basically. He had to stay within the wilderness, and even though he had to stay in the wilderness, people still came out to Jesus. He still came. They still came to get healed and stuff like that. So now as we go into John chapter 3, we are about to learn how Jesus was teaching Nicodemus. Now, Nicodemus, um, we are not familiar with how Nicodemus came about, but I'm sure this story will break it down for us. So grab your Bibles. I'm reading out of my NIV Bible. You can read out of any version that you choose to read out of. I choose to read out of the NIV because it just makes sense to me. And plus, this is a student Bible. I am a student. Continue learning about the works of our Lord, the works of Jesus Christ. And so I choose to read an NIV Bible um, based off it was a gift to me and it just makes sense to me. So go ahead and grab your Bible, grab your notes, grab all the things that you need and let's jump into it. So John chapter three, Jesus teaches Nicodemus. It started like this. Okay. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And for, I'm going to stop right here. So, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And that just makes me understand and makes me realize that in order to be in presence with the Lord, in order to be in presence with the kingdom, you have to be born again. That means you have to be born into the ways of God. Not saying that you have to be perfect. Please take that out your mind that if you feel or if you think that you have to be perfect, that is not what I'm talking about. And that is not what the Bible is talking about. I know sometimes preachers and teachers and churches try to make it seem like you have to be this perfect saint in order to be born again or be in relationship with God. And that's not true. Being born again is basically saying, I believe that there is a Jesus. I believe believe that Jesus came and died for my sins and I want to be born again in the eyes that Jesus see me in so don't get too scared when they say unless um, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again so he says in verse 4 how can someone be born when they are old right Nicodemus asks surely they cannot enter a second second time into their mother's womb to be born and he's saying this with an exclamation. So he's like, how can somebody be born? Okay. <laughs> they sure they sure cannot go into their mom and be born again. We can't we can't get another birth. So Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. Ooh, I really like that because I just broke it down. How can you be born again? And yes, water and spirit. So baptism, um, going under the water, I want to say. They're speaking about that. And in the spirit, believing in the Holy Spirit, just asking the Holy Spirit to come into your life so that you can be born again. It's that easy and it's that simple. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. 
The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sounds, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. You cannot see the spirit. You cannot hear the spirit, but you can definitely feel the spirit. And that's like the wind. The wind goes wherever it wants to go. It blows in all sorts of directions. But we cannot see the wind. We can only feel it, right? I like that. I like that. Okay, verse 9. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. And do you not understand these things? He's telling Nicodemus, like, you're the teacher of Israel. How come you don't get it? Like, why are you not understanding this? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still you people do not accept our testimony. Verse 12, I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the son of man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. I'm going to pause right there before we go into verse 16. For a very long time, I did not understand the meaning of being born again, right? Just like Nicodemus. Like, how do you be born again? I, I cannot go into my mom a second time into her stomach and she cannot present her pregnancy all over again for me to be born again. So how can I be born again within this life? And it's truly, truly believing in Jesus, believing that God sent somebody, son of man, to come and die for our sins, right? And it becomes, it's kind of like hard to believe because you think like, how is this, you know, how did this happen? But if I could just go in back in time into my ancient, ancient times, I can only imagine um, these things actually happening because we go through so much and it happens so fast just for instance we went through a pandemic for two years now they uplifted the mask there's like acting like there's no more pandemic what's going on now we in the middle of a war so i could just only imagine um god sending jesus down to help the people and i can see a lot of people not believing that jesus was come from that jesus came from god nor should they believe in jesus or anything like that so it it really makes sense to me about eternal life now that i'm going into having a relationship with god and staying in a relationship standing with relationship with god it makes sense to me the spirit and how the spirit works right because i've asked to be born again over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and i don't think i would ever stop asking to be born again until God calls me home and that's because every day I'm getting things inside of me that's not like God and plus he's cleaning me of things that's not like him so I have to continue to ask to be born again within the spirit because that's who we be in relationship with the spirit so it's kind of crazy but I'll I'll get into more of it as I, I go um Deeper. So we're now verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. So whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. John chapter 3 verse 16. We hear this scripture all the time. 
Say I, raise your hand if this is you and you have heard this scripture plenty of times, right? I promise you I've heard this scripture more times than I have ever heard it today. And not even understanding what it's meaning, what it's meaning, what it meant or where it come from. But I can see that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That means even if I was to die today, my spirit would not perish. I would not go nowhere but to heaven, eternal life, even if that means being here on earth in great spirit. Because whatever that means, no one knows what happens when you actually pass away, right? We can take on these stories all day of the Bible, but we really don't know what happens to our life, or our spirit, or anything when we pass away. So I, I, I accept this chapter. I accept this scripture now that I've come across for it for my own understanding. And I see that believing in, believing in him, believing in Jesus believing in the son of God it it really helps with surviving today it's like okay if something was to happen to me I'm not worried because I know who I'm connected to I know that my spirit will have eternal life whether it be born again into something else or if it just walk this earth and heavenly spirits I know that I will have eternal life okay verse 17 For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, meaning he did not send Jesus into the world to point fingers at anybody, to make anybody feel bad, or to make you feel like you have to follow Jesus. Like you do not have to follow Jesus if that's your choice. He's given us all of choice to believe in the son of God, but we don't have to. So God does not, he did not send Jesus to condemn the world. And I, I know some churches and some preachers make it feel like that. But um, you could come across some preachers today who really talk for today. Like Pastor Sarah Jake Roberts, her husband Torrey Roberts, um, Pastor Michael Todd, um, Pastor Keon. Like a lot of new preachers, not even say new preachers, but a lot of preachers who are kind of hip with today. They can relate. They can relay the message where it's understanding for people like me, people like you, people like us who really need to get an understanding of what is God saying? You know, what is these scriptures really saying? How can they be applied to me today? For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Verse 18, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. So he did not condemn the world. We are already condemned. Those who don't believe that God actually sent his son, we are already condemned. We are already open and we have all access to the devil using us because we don't believe that God sent his son. That's what I'm getting. Verse 19, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light. And will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. 
Okay, let me just stop right there because I, I understand this a real. I understand this a whole lot. Um, I used to live in darkness. I used to wake up in darkness. I mean, consumed with darkness. Not purposely, but it's just how my life was set up. It was set up very um, hood, very ghetto. And I saying that ghetto is darkness, but my mental state was very dark. Um, could give a breakdown of who I am. My name is Wantra Levet. I'm 35 years old. And I can remember 15 years ago, or what, 20 years ago, I was a very disobedient a teenager. I started going to juvenile at the age of 12 for fighting my mom, for just fighting, period. I was very consumed with darkness, with evil things, just evil thoughts, evil ways, evil everything. I didn't have the structure to do our walk in light. I never even knew what that was until I actually went into a spiritual journey myself. And so I can see how this scripture I can see where it applies to me at and I can understand where it comes from that whoever shies away from the light, not saying like the light, like as far as a light bulb, but we talking about the light, the right, the truth. To live in that truth is so hard today. It really is. You have to kind of force yourself to live in the light because we are consumed and we are surrounded by darkness, evil ways, evil things, evil people evil concept evil everything like look at this world that we live in today if we can just look outside it is so evil it's so chaotic it's so crazy and so i get what the scripture is saying i i honestly do to live by the truth whether it hurts or not to live in your truth whether it's good or bad to live by the truth meaning you are willing to expose the dark And, ooh, child, thank you, Jesus. For the past three months, three, four months, I've been learning to walk in my truth. I've been shying away from walking in my truth. And I could say maybe that's why I was gone for a minute. It's because I know that living in your truth, living in that light, expose the darkness. Having to expose your darkness is basically looking in that black mirror and saying, this is who I am, this is where I want to go, this is where I want to be, and this is who I do not want to be or who I do not want to end up. And so I've been allowing God to prune me. I mean prune me to the point where, look, I'm back and I'm starting this back, but it's not an easy, it's not an easy concept, it's not an easy thing because, again, I'm constantly being exposed to who I am. And when I say I'm being exposed to who I am, I'm talking about the who I am that God sees me as, not the who I am that I see myself as because you have to remember, I'm looking in a black mirror. So I'm going to want to see things that's idea for me. I'm never going to want to see myself how God sees me because how he sees me is his truth. But I must live in that truthness to be living in my purpose. Who child. I could break it down for you more, but we're going to keep going. So verse 
22 john testifies again about jesus so again john is still talking about jesus he's like look this is the one okay and not the two okay so verse 22 after this jesus and his disciples went out into the judean countryside where he spent some time with them and baptized john was also baptizing at Ain near Salem because there were plenty of water and people were coming and being baptized now if you remember back in chapter luke chapter um two i want to say luke chapter two where john was literally baptizing people he was preparing the way for jesus oh let me make sure this is correct i don't have my notes with me i should have my notes in front of me but somewhere in the earlier stages of our bible study classes we learned that john was baptizing people he was actually baptizing people in the judean river and jesus came to get baptized of course but john was constantly talking about how somebody was coming after him and that the person that was coming after him that john was not even he was not even like he he shouldn't even be he was not even worthy to tie jesus sandals basically he was saying somebody's more holy is coming after me i'm just basically preparing a way i'm baptizing you okay i can only baptize you with the water but the person that comes after me is going to baptize you with the spirit john was also baptizing at the eon near syllabum I mean, Salem, because there was plenty of water and people were coming and being baptized. Verse 24, this was before John was put in prison, okay? So if we do remember, we went back when John was in the wilderness and he was baptizing everybody and they were so upset that they actually threw John in prison, okay? They were so mad at John the Baptist for like preaching the way for Jesus, baptizing people, that they put him in prison, now if we just can look why would they do that that is so evil that is so dark why would you put a man who didn't do anything who never committed a crime who was literally just baptizing people why would you throw him in prison hmm? Hmm? just why like that's just so janky okay so this was before john was put in prison verse 25 an argument developed between some of john's disciples and a certain jew over the matter of ceremonial washing they came to john and said to him rabbi that man who was with you on the other side of the jordan the one you testified about look he is baptizing and everyone is going to him Verse 27, to this John replied, a person can receive only what is given from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom awaits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine and is now complete. He must become greater and I must become less. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. He gave us a description of what he actually meant. So his disciples came to him and was like, Rabbi, Rabbi, look, somebody that you told us about, basically they were talking about Jesus, he on the other side of the river and he baptizing people too. John basically like, look, I came to do what I'm supposed to do. Okay. I'm only a bride's groom. I'm not even the groom. So I'm here to consult the bride's groom. He's speaking of Jesus. Come on and put it into context, John. John is the bride's groom. He is not the actual groom. Look at that story. Let's picture that. It is not John's wedding. 
but he's going to be there for the groom. He's going to make sure everything is in place for the groom. He's also going to make sure that he's right there by the groom's side to make sure the groom gets everything that he's supposed to get for his wife. This is just in context. This is just me speaking in context so we can understand. John is basically like, look, I'm less than the groom. The groom is the one that's going to get married. He's the one that's going to take the stand. He's going to stand here at the altar. and He's the one that's going to say the I do's. I'm just here for the support. I'm just here preparing a way. Oh, I like that. I like that. And, and he was full of, he was happy to be that bridegroom. He was happy to be the servant that comes before Jesus. Basically, I'm just here to prepare the way for Jesus. It's not my duty to baptize you in the spirit. I can only use what's given to me and the heavens only prepare the water for me. So I'm only here to baptize you. But in order to get your spirit clean, you're going to have to go over and talk to Jesus. Is what basically John is saying. Look, he's more than me. I'm less than him. He came. I became less. Before he came to do the diligence, I was superior. But I was never superior than the one who came, who was going to come to deliver your spirit. Mm. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so. John basically like, I become less, just become more. And his disciples is basically like, what? What are you talking about? You know, like, or is, he, is the guy supposed to be doing this or whatever? So let's continue. Verse 31. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted it has certified that God is truthful. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God for God gives the spirit without limit hello the father loves the son and has placed everything in his hands whoever believes in the son has eternal life but whoever rejects the son will not see life for god's wrath remains on them and that's it okay so let's go back so that was it so we stopped at verse 30 Six. So whoever believes in the son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the son would not see life for God's wrath remains on them. All right. Um, for these last few scriptures, the one that comes above, the one who come from above is above all. Jesus came from above. God sent Jesus um, when he impregnated Mary. That wasn't Joseph doing joseph didn't go inside mary mary didn't get impregnated by joseph joseph was just the standby dad because he was going to marry he was going to marry mary they were they were engaged at the time they were not even married so for all of those it's like look that's none of my business but back in the day back in the ancient history of the bible spooked the crap out of her was like mary mary look check this out god sent me and you about to be pregnant mary like what 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 what's going on and basically was like you about to give birth to the son of god and mary like what what is happening or whatever so the angel had to tell um joseph as well that mary was gonna give birth to jesus because joseph never went inside mary so he would have been very suspicious about what's going on he would have probably thought mary was cheating or something of course any man would have thought like that but that wasn't the case the case was john um sorry john god actually 
um, impregnated Mary. He allowed the Holy Spirit to come over Mary and impregnate her with Jesus. So Jesus really come from heaven. He's not like it wasn't a John and Elizabeth situation where John and Elizabeth was married and then they gave birth to John the Baptist. It wasn't that type of situation. God literally allowed the spirit to come over Mary so that she could be impregnated with Jesus. And then they end up having Jesus um, within a barn because everything was sold out. You kind of got to go listen to the other classes to see what actually took place. But Jesus actually come from heaven. So John is basically like, look, I'm from the earth. So I remain on earth and I can only talk about the things that's here on earth. I don't know what heaven is. I don't know what heaven looks like. I'm only doing my job of what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to prepare that way for the one who comes from heaven. Jesus comes from heaven. He is the son of God. John is like, whoever believes in the son of God, whoever believes in the son of God will have eternal life. Eternal life does not mean that you will be walking this earth for 150 years. Okay. That is not eternal life. Eternal life for me means that if God was to take me today, that my spirit would continue to live and long for Jesus. My spirit will continue to live and long for God's plan, God's purpose on my life. And that's just what eternal life means to me. I don't know what eternal life means to you guys, but that's what it means to me right now in this state of mind. I actually understand what John is saying. John is like, look, I come from the earth. Okay, I'm only here to do what I do on earth. That's here to baptize you, baptize you and let you know that there's somebody coming after me who can actually save your soul, which is a big deal because that's what eternal life is getting your soul saved. And for a very long time, a really, really long time, I didn't understand that. I'm like, what? Like, how do you how do how do this take place? You know, how do these things happen without me being so consumed in churches or preachers or pastors and cons- so consumed into their life that I'm not actually seeing or identifying what God is doing for me in my life, right? This these classes, these chapters they break down um, so much. A chapter, you know, like a chapter a day will save the way. That's how I say a chapter a day will save the way for you to go. Like nobody knows which way actually to go. Nobody know what we supposed to be really doing here on the earth. But the more in relationship we are with the son of God, the more, the more we in relationship with the one who come from heaven, the more we will understand that his daily bread and his purpose for our lives is what we're supposed to be doing. It kind of didn't make sense to me. Even over these past three months, I'm always battling with myself on what should I be doing? What should I be saying? Where should I be going? Who should I be connected to? Um, What should I be wearing? All these crazy things and uh, none of that really does matter. It really don't. It doesn't matter if I wear a tank top, booty shorts, anything like that it doesn't change the relationship that I have with God it doesn't change the relationship that God wants with me and so it makes me really understand that okay when Jesus is teaching Nicodemus he's teaching Nicodemus how one should walk in light that he see Nicodemus is not understanding Nicodemus is like what how can someone be born again but basically God is just look break it down like look check this out the one who believes that I am the son of God 
will not perish. They will not have eternal life because I didn't come to condemn the world. I didn't come to point fingers. I didn't come to make anybody feel less than what they are. I came to speak truth and to give light to those who walk in darkness, who live in darkness, or who even seek darkness. And you'll be so so surprised at how many people wake up in misery, wake up looking for problems, waking up starting drama, gossiping, just doing everything that they should not be doing. It's like, why are you doing that? You should be trying to uplift somebody you should be trying to encourage somebody i'm not i'm talking about myself now because a couple years ago i wasn't a saint i was not so saintly best believe that i was very much full of drama full of gossip and full of all the things that i should not even be doing where i'm looking up and i'm like why am i so miserable or why am i so angry or why i'm so upset today or even when my thoughts try to consume me or get the best of me i'm like how can i just let this thought overpower me like that and that's because the darkness is trying to consume my life every day every day you we are in battle i I really like this chapter that was john chapter three and this was class eight and i know we've been going for a minute and there's a lot of stuff that i want to talk about a lot of stuff that i want to dive into i just know that having a relationship with god is not always the easiest understanding the bible is really really difficult so even just have the stories and have them broke down it's like what what are you saying what are you trying to say even with myself i don't really have it figured out matter of fact let me just clarify that i don't have it figured out at all i have not a clue sometimes on what to do but i wake up with the same mindset god i trust you i believe that you sent your son to show me the way and i ask the holy spirit to continue to guide me continue to give me the daily bread that i need for today because i'm always trying to go ahead of myself into tomorrow i'm trying to go and think well what should i be doing a month from now or two months from now and there's so many things that i try to put on my plate that i'm forgetting to eat for today i'm forgetting to embrace what today brings i'm forgetting that today is the day that god gave me because tomorrow is not promised so if he has given me today what can I do to step into light today that'll move me further away from the darkness that I'm used to or further away from the darkness that I can see myself going into? And God is constantly pruning me. He's constantly making me aware that he's right with me. He's not leaving my side. And if at any moment that I want to talk to him or get to know him or just embrace him, that I can literally just have a conversation with him. I can open up my mouth or I can let some tears fall and I can embrace being in the presence of God all day, every day, all the days of my life. And it's very rewarding. It's very rewarding for me. And I want to be able to share that reward with some of you guys, some of my listeners, some of the people that come here and check out my podcast. I haven't been on podcasts in the past three months, but yet we are constantly getting downloads. We're constantly getting people to listen. And that's because we want to know about the Bible. We want to actually understand what God is talking to us about because what God is talking to me about, he's not talking to you about. He's not sharing the same message with me he's not sharing it with you he has a completely different message for you but in order for us to understand these messages we have to go into relationship with God and going into relationship with God is not easy anybody can say oh I have a relationship with God but how many of us walk 
in relationship with God? How many of our lives show that we are moving further away from the darkness and more closer into the light? That means reveal to me who I am, Lord. I don't care if it embarrasses me. I don't care if it shakes me up. I don't care if it breaks me down. I don't care what happens to me, but up lift me closer to you because living in today's society and living in today's world is not easy it's it's really hard nobody really have a clue on what's going on nobody don't even know what to do right but if I could wake up with you every day receive the daily bread that you give me walk with my head up high put on my warrior gear so I can slay these demons and let's move I trust you I trust you so much that I give you my life so I know this episode ran over a little bit and that's because we are just jumping back we are getting back into alignment with our podcast so don't forget to subscribe check us out on social media platforms I did not do a live session today so I will not be on YouTube you will not see a video of me on YouTube and that's because I wanted to I wanted to pause a minute and not make my appearance something um relevant not saying that I don't look good and I'm not pretty enough to show myself but I want God to keep me aligned with just doing these chapters and not so much of trying to look good doing these chapters because that was a whole brainstorm with me should I be on video should I not be on video should I get you know how bougie can I make it um with it being myself but the more I tried to doll the podcast up and make it real glamorous the more it's taken away from who I am even though I am a pretty person and inside and out I never want people to like like, I don't want my looks to over consume or overwhelm the actual podcast not saying that it won't it actually could bring people in but I won't I want to be able to be aligned with the podcast first before I start showing that I can do this live and and all this other kind of stuff. So just bear with me for a little bit as we continue to get things in order and continue to have things in order. I just know for a fact that it was meant for me to come back and to start back like getting in these chapters. So much for my deliverance, um, for your deliverance, for anybody that come across this podcast that want a relationship with God but just don't know how you are not along you are not by yourself you are not in this world by yourself and you are not the only child of God who who where it's confusing or who don't have understanding of how to get close to God and I'm your sister in Christ I'm your cousin in Christ and I'm here to walk with you I'm here to hold your hand I'm here to tell you and let you know that you are not in this by by yourself and anybody that can hear these messages if you feel like I just need somebody to talk to I just need somebody to reach out to I just need somebody to hear me out go ahead and shoot me a message shoot me an email in whichever way that you can shoot me a message go ahead and get at me talk to me um let me know that you're related to me within Christ let me know that these podcasts are helping you because they for sure help me every time I get into a story it it helps me and so I'm new to these stories just like you are even though we hear scriptures all the time I'm constantly being new to the story that what God is delivering to me so in John chapter 3 Jesus teaches Nicodemus 
he teaches Nicodemus about being born again. He teaches Nicodemus of how being born into the spirit. Nicodemus is confused. He's like, I don't even know how to do that. But God is, Jesus is basically saying like, look, whoever believes in the son of God will have eternal life. And for those who don't, they, they're going to have the consequences of the world. The world is very, 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 very dark. I, I promise you, I peek outside and I'm like, oh, let me shine my light because I know I'm walking in darkness. This world is, is dark. It is like, it is so dark and it's very evil. And we can just take a look outside and we can see, you can see what I'm talking about. Like it is really, really, really dark. He taught Nicodemus on how to be accepted. He taught Nicodemus no one could be um, going to their mother a second term and be born again. So the only way to be born again is to believe that God um, sent his son. That's so easy to believe. You know how many things we believe in? We believe in the smallest things. People believe that they're going to hit the lotto when they play the lotto. People believe that their relationship will last when they enter that relationship. People believe that Things will change if you just do things a certain way. But to believe that God sent his son, that's like a really easy thing to believe. And so I believe that. I believe that God did not leave us here to fight and battle this dark world by ourselves. He knew that the world would be very much dark. And so he sent a light for us to embrace. He sent the light for us to have, to use, to honor so that we would not walk in this world of darkness. And I am honored. I am very honored to be God's child, to have a relationship with Jesus and to be able to use that light to walk through this world because it is really, really dark. So that was John chapter three, you guys. We will check in next week and we will be in john chapter 14 and that would be jesus final instructions okay you guys can go back listen to the different podcasts listen to the different chapters that we dived into then you will understand where we at today pretty interesting again i like to welcome you to blessed to bs this is your bougie bible study i am going to do more things I don't know exactly when, where, or how, but I feel a great spirit that God is putting over me and he's going to take me places. He's going to take me higher. He's going to elevate me in things and places and places that I don't even see myself. And whoever is attached to me, whoever is attached to this podcast will be coming too. So I hope it's you. I hope you are related to me through Christ. And I can't wait to see you guys on the other side of happiness on the other side of the light on the other side of what god is doing for us in our lives until next time okay so i see you guys next time don't forget to send this message to your friend your family your mama your sister your brother your auntie your uncle or anybody who has a hard time of just reading the bible let me help let me read the bible for you let me guide you and hold your hand so that you know that you're not by yourself i'm your host wantrell levette and until next time